Time for the Malloy Drive Show podcast. And there's nothing like a Crown forklift for picking it up and putting it down. Check them out at crown.com or call 131 604. No risk, no worries. Okay, Australia, you know him. You can count on him. I'm a 50-50 chance. You love him. Hello. Go to the top shelf, ladies. And now, it's his show. Here we go, people. This is Malloy. Good afternoon, Australia. Yes, there is no Mickey here today. Feeling a little unwell. I'm not sure whether cocaine Cassie being engaged, Mick not feeling well, coincidence, but he's not here. He informs us he'll be back on deck tomorrow, though, so I'm looking forward to a big show tomorrow. Hey, but don't go anywhere. We've got a couple of jam-packed hours of goodness for you. Uh, we will be joined by Glenn Robbins in just a moment. He's coming up, and Glenn's had a near-death experience. He will explain more coming up. Gone wild. It's Thursday. It's a tradition. It will continue, and apparently cows are being potty-trained. Gone wild soon. I'm going to let you know how you can win yourself $1,000 cash thanks to our buddies at Botlo. And we're going to play my game, the one I came up with, my game called Ordinary, where you can win tickets to go see Kings of Leon. That as well. Let's get into it for a big Thursday, though. Off we go with Malloy. This is Malloy. No Mick today. Mick's not feeling well. He's, uh, he's a bit crook, which is, uh, which is not great. But he will be back on deck tomorrow. So it's, uh, it's a thing. We're going to give away lots of money tomorrow. Got like two grand to give away thanks to Botlow. So Mickey will be here tomorrow. But we've got a big show coming up for you this afternoon, including shower habits. We're going to hear about Mick's big idea of his... Uh, Sponge bath. You want to stick around for that. That's coming up. And your shower habits as well. Titus O'Reilly coming up in the second hour. But right now, it's the great Glenn Robbins. How are you, Glenn? Yeah, I'm in my car, as per normal, in my garage, in the dark. <laughs> and I'm starting to feel used to it now. It's, it feels good. So, well, um, so as long as you're away. not parked within 500 metres of a primary school, okay. you won't look that suspicious. <laughs> got to see the binoculars in the car. They look suspicious. <laughs> okay. So um, that's for checking out the surf. It's got nothing to that's do with it. That's for checking out the know. surf. We know you're a keen yeah. surfer yeah. and golf. Yeah. Speaking of your podcast, mm. you know I love it somehow related. Austria and Daylight Saving Time. What was the yeah. relation there, just out of interest? Oh, that Austria, I think, was the first place to do it, I think. Oh, I, can, I never listened to the answers oh, at the end. The That's the most boring link I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I, I do, I, as soon as I've done it, I forget. I, look, I did it weeks ago. Well, what did you do on your radio show yesterday? What's the, what's you don't remember. What's the difference? You don't remember what, what you did last week, two weeks. If I asked what you did on the show two weeks ago, you wouldn't remember. So how, give me a break. How are Germany and the schnitzel uh, Germans like schnitzels. I mean, <laughs> what are you doing, mate? Yeah. Just phoning it in. Here's, so, you, I did you... not come up with the idea. Yeah, if you listen to it, you realise that it's <laughs> Sam, our computer friend, who supplies all the ideas. I didn't write it. I didn't come up with it. Jeez. Do you have anyway. any involvement at all? What do you, what do, you do? Do you just, just, just turn up on the As much as time? you do, I'll just show you. You know what you um, are? You're like Frank Sinatra when he was singing My Way at the end when he had to have someone sitting in the front row wearing one of those hats that had the lyrics on it. So <laughs> it's hard to watch. Sad, sad what, what? and hard to watch. Okay, go, yeah, listen yeah. to me. Listen yeah. to me. The I did, and What's even sadder was this quote from you. I've worked out that having a baby in the house for a day is around about the same amount of work, energy and food 
for a dinner party. It's around about, around oh, about the same. Yeah. It's a lot of effort. You've got to go out and buy things, create things, set things up, clean it up as you go or clean up at the end. And added to that, the, the one guest that you have at the dinner party um, shits himself a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> Not the greatest guest. Not the greatest, Not the greatest guest. guest. So, and you think to yourself, if you were going to have another dinner party, you probably wouldn't invite the guest that shits himself that you have to clean up a couple of times during the day. Don't get me wrong. Love every minute of it. Well, firstly, I've known you for 30 years and never been invited to a dinner party once of these Ooh. mythical dinner parties that you're holding. No, so that is not the point I'm trying to make as I, because I am, uh, my stepdaughter had a grandchild and I do a bit of babysitting during COVID, doing the right thing. And, and you put work. it in the too was... hard basket. You've, what have you said? You've been asked to babysit a young child and just wiped your hands yeah. off. No, I haven't wiped my hands. I would do it. I'm doing it plenty of times. But I'm, at, when he goes home, you look around the house, it's like a bomb's in it. There's toys, there's food everywhere, there's nappies everywhere. You're going, this is I'm, it's just like I've just had a dinner party. I'm not picking up bottles. I'm picking up nappies with crap in them. And it's not dissimilar. So I, I'm just drawing an analogy for those at home for what it's really like if you're thinking about having kids. Now, I know, Mick, you've had kids. I've got I two at the same time. I've got, that's like trying to defuse yeah. a bomb. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've, you've had help. You've had help, I reckon, you know. A staff of eight <laughs> who work around the clock. So when it gets too much, I just leave them in the car for a few hours. Okay. You do not do that. Go about my business. Hold that thought, Glenn. More with Glenn coming up after this. Malloy, Triple M. Driving you home, this, this is Malloy. Joined by Glenn Robbins, who has found something that's harder than it looks. Babysitting is harder than it looks. Is that your thesis? Yeah, just, well, I'm saying discuss. You, you tell me what are things that uh, that are harder than they look. Well, doing a national radio show surrounded by bozos, <laughs> that's a high degree of difficulty. People think it looks easier. It's not mm. keeping all the plates spinning on this show when you're the only yeah. one with vision. <laughs> Well, you just go bang. I, I was going to start off pretty easy and go back in the trailer. Oh, yeah. That's hard. It's much harder than it looks. Well, it is. I've never tried it because it's like a jackknife effect. It's the opposite of what you think. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. Here's Russell Coit can do it. I can't do it. There's a trick to it, you know, back in the trailer. Yeah. What oh, you do. Here we yes. go. Write this down, kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What you do, you put like a broom or like a rake handle in the corner of the trailer and then when you're backing it, you keep your eye on that rake and that gives you a really good idea of what direction the trailer's going. Try it. Well, that's good. It works. Are you welcome? Russell Coit reckons if you can see the right mirror, you pull it down right. If it's in your left mirror, you pull it down and it'll correct it. Anyway, take that home. Okay, I've got others. I've got others. Uh, flipping a pancake. Flipping a oh, pancake's yeah. hard. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll see your pancake and raise you an omelette. Omelette. Oh, yeah, 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 good point. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, omelette's real. Hang on. What, you've actually cooked something? Oh, mate, don't you. This is my signature dish. It's what? a signature dish. I learned it in prison. Oh. Three eggs, <laughs> ham, yeah. a bit of cheese, onion, wooshka. And then don't try yeah. and do it perfectly. You know mm. what I mean? Cook it half mm. and then scramble yeah. it a bit. Knock it around. Yeah. Treat it mean. Mm. And then yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pop, pop, fold it well, in half. Okay. No, that's good. That's a, push that, it out that's to a good little – it should be on celebrity MasterChef. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what's harder than it looks? Surfing. Well, surfing oh, looks yeah. hard. I don't I buy bet that. that. Surfing looks terribly hard. Mm. Yeah, but people can make it look easy. Like my good self when I came to your 40th birthday up in Byron <laughs> Bay and everyone got on the deck and watched me surf for three hours. You don't don't you remember that? Oh, you know what I remember? You coming in looking like you'd 
just smoked a, a point break. And yeah. Like there were literally, it was a longboard break at Watergoes. The surf was two feet high, and Glenn comes in with a board under one arm. Going, oh man, it was good till I got caught in the washing machine out there. It really threw me around. You stood and applauded as I surfed all afternoon. I nailed it. You were jealous. Your mates lasted about 10 minutes, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm taking full credit for that one. i tell you what's hard, mm. going down the park with grandchildren and attempting to get on the rides at the park bike. The slide's hard. Swings. You get on the swings, you get you get dizzy on the merry-go-round. <laughs> they're, all, they're hard work, seriously. Unless you've got two twin boys, otherwise known in the local park as the Cray Twins. <laughs> who can pretty much get on any ride they like at a moment's notice with a bit of heavy activity, if you know what I mean. Oh, so they muscle up to that and they go, mate, <laughs> off you get. It gets a bit yeah. standovery for a while, but we get there. You know what's really hard that people make look, look easy in the movies? Yeah. Kicking in a door. Have you ever Have kicked, you kicked in, in a door? door? I've kicked in a door, yes. I was going to do a gig in the city. I parked in a multi-level car park. The elevator wasn't coming, and it says, use the stairs only in an emergency. I go into the stairwell. I get down to the bottom. The bottom door's locked. I go, oh, no, I'm going to have to go back up. I go back up, and I'm now locked in the stairwell. I'm running late for the gig. I pull myself up to the grate that is above the door downstairs. I start screaming. I was near Chinatown. Two people, two Chinese people walking towards me. I start screaming, help me, help me. They didn't speak English, which is fair enough. Uh, so I jumped down and I did a, a flying karate kick at the door. The doors burst open. I ran backstage and killed the gig. Ah, and it's like uh, a Jackie Chan film is what it is. Well, you know when they do the when they do the biopic of my life, that'll be the opening <laughs> scene. A drive home that's always unpredictable. This is Malloy. We are joined by Glenn Robbins on the show right now. He's a national treasure oh, and we have oh, to look yeah. after him because yeah. he's getting increasingly fragile. <laughs> he's, a, he's in a high-risk COVID category as we speak. Uh, might not be here forever. And I'm sick of people who take for granted what they have at the time. Gotcha. And only realise it when they lose it. Yeah. Glenn, true or false, you had a, a near-death experience oh, recently. Glenn. Well, look, yes, I... I'm known as a catastrophizer, maybe a bit of a hypochondriac, maybe overreact yeah. to certain symptoms. But uh, this happened the other day. I went to the toilet. I was standing up, so I wasn't doing the other business. I was urinating. And I finished <laughs> urinating, and I noticed something in the floating around, and it was a dark piece of something. I thought, oh, maybe that was a spider, or maybe it was, I don't know, something, a bit of dirt or something. Anyway, so I go to the toilet, and man, then about an hour or so later, and there it is again. So it's happened again. Okay. I think, okay. This is coming out of me. Oh. Something um, yeah. sinister is coming out in my urine, oh and my there God. it is in the bowl. Uh, right. I thought, oh no, this is this is this is bad. Uh, then I went and sat down. I started googling things. Started talking to my partner, who's a nurse, and, I'm, and she's going, I don't know what it could be. Blah blah blah. blah. I'm sweating now. Mm. Uh, really, I'm in trouble. I go a third time. I then look. And I notice a bit of belly button lint fall out of my belly button. Fall <laughs> <laughs> into the line of my urine and hit the bowl. I go, hallelujah, I'm not dying. I'm not dying. It's a bit of fluff from my bloody navel. So it was navel fluff the whole time. The only my, thing that could make that story better was if you actually did go to the doctor. <laughs> and that happened in front of the doctor as you made the discovery. And what was the oh. feeling like? Did you feel what was the predominant feeling? I'm a dickhead, or yes, I'm alive. No, yes, it was triumph. It was yes, I'm a, I'm alive. I'm going to live. I'm living. I'm loving. This is so good. Uh, well, everything's going to be all right. 
Yeah. I'm going to yeah. put it to you, Glenn. That's not the first time you've nearly died. I'm talking about yeah. you on the Visard show one night doing a oh, cross from, from an ultralight. Yeah. Yes. And uh, yes. an ultralight has the engine behind the, the seat. Yeah. You're on the yeah. ultralight. And uh, for yeah. comic effect, yeah. you're wearing a Biggles headset and yeah. goggles and, of course, yeah. a scarf. What happened was, and I didn't even know, I was up there flying and I d- did a joke about Steve said to me, where are you? And I pulled out a map. And then the map flew out of my hands and said, oh, well, I was about to tell you. Now I can't tell you where I am because I don't have the map. Yeah. And then the pilot goes, we've got a problem. And I think, oh, that's embarrassing. My, my map has blown into the prop and it's bringing, the, bringing us down. So we're going down really fast. We land in a paddock, which is not made for landing on. Yes. Land really hard. I get out and he goes around. I think he's going to find my map. He then pulls out my scarf, which was wrapped around my neck. <laughs> Luckily, it wasn't in a knot. And we you watch the vision back and you see it go into the prop. So it's going into the prop, going at full pelt. Yeah. And then it just very gently slides. It was a, so close as a snapping my neck. So anyway, I live to tell the tale. I'm okay. Yeah. But we go up and we, we realise we don't have the right audio. So we redo the audio, me and Visard with the shots and Visard goes, look, he's gone down. I don't know what's happened. This is bad. He makes out that it's really dramatic. There it is. And I'm thinking, oh, that's pretty funny because I know I'm okay. But people at home don't, people think I've crashed in a plane. Yeah. It makes the papers <laughs> the next day uh, that, that Robbins goes down in near-death experience. And um, so for, for about an hour there, I couldn't get to ring home to tell oh, people that no. I was okay. They all thought that I died. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, it's right. the best bit of live TV you've ever been involved in. And <laughs> yes. It beats anything yes. you did on Kath and Kim. There's mm. nothing like mm. a, a near-death experience or... Something up near something you? T- to me, yes. I'm sure I've told you this before, but I was in New Zealand and I went bungee jumping. And it was one of those bungee jumps where you, you have to go to the top of the mountain and you're not bungee jumping into a river, you're bungee jumping off the side of the mountain so when the cord kicks in, you're 3,000 feet above the ground. So I climb the mountain, I climb the tower and when I get there, just for a joke, I say, uh, is this where the ladies jump or have you got anything higher? The guy goes, very funny, very funny. We're just going to attach this to your legs and all you have to do now is run up and jump off. And I've seen it and I don't want to do it. So to buy time, I'm going, that's it, I just run up and jump off. Yes, mate, you run up and jump off. So I did. I ran up and jumped off. And as I jumped off in midair, all I hear from behind me is, hang on, mate, not yet. I am 3,000 feet above the ground, suspended to nothing, thinking I am suspended to nothing. You know how your life flashes before your eyes? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it was just me on the couch watching Fox (laughs) Tell. So anyway, the cord kicks in. Anyway, they wind me back up. And I go, these guys know they're in trouble. I go, who said that? He goes, mate, that was me. I said, mate, you'd be in a lot of trouble if that wasn't so funny. <laughs> That's right. But I That's honestly leapt, leapt off the side of a mountain thinking I was attached to nothing. Oh, and that's as good as it gets. Glenn, have you got anything to plug? Just the uh, the wonderful podcast that I do with Dave O'Neill. And Some hour later. Yeah, so. hey, good on you, Glenn. Thanks, guys. Glenn Robbins joining um, us. It's Malloy on Triple M. For the drive home, this, this is Malloy. Gone wild. Oh, let's start, Dave, today Give it to with the potty trained cows. Beg your pardon? <laughs> Heard me correctly. What a way to open. Scientists are potty training cows in a bid to help save the planet. Well, they produce get... a lot of methane, don't well, they? Well, they do. Yeah, yeah, Never yeah. pull a cow's finger. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. 
Uh, their reasoning is if you can potty train a child, you can potty train a cow. Let's go to the audio. Cows are quite smart and easy to train with most of them catching on in just 15 days. Right now, it's number one only. But if the cows can go number two in a toilet, it could really cut down on methane emissions. Hmm. Yeah, they'll be wanting reading material next. <laughs> the cows. What do you mean the, the cows? All creatures great and small. <laughs> Imagine going into the cubicle and seeing a cow sitting yeah. on the toilet reading All Creatures Great and Small. That's like one of those far side cartoons, isn't it? That's what that is. <laughs> That's unbelievable. So they can do number ones. Right. I, I believe that there's a cow of, that can write its own name. <laughs> bovine. It says, right. well, spells out bovine at the urinal. <laughs> well, as I've always said, Dave, What's uh, when it comes to cows, milk, milk, lemonade, round the corner chocolate <laughs> made. And you don't have to be Dr. Harry Cooper. <laughs> To work that out. I, All right. I wonder if he's got a hand in this. Dr. Harry. If anyone could potty train oh, a cow, that it would be Dr. Harry Cooper. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he's what? Chris Brown not qualified? Well, Brown's not up to that. Right, okay. Maybe number one, not <laughs> number two. How many cows in Trina Warren, how's she going? Was she up to the right, 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 okay. She's still harassing small dogs. Come on, All if right. you can't potty train a cow, what's a wrong with the world? That's a brilliant idea. That's a way forward. Let's do it. You know, they're, they're creating all this methane in the air. I'm, I'm all for it. That's good. Good for the uh, environment. And, and give it a wide berth for five minutes after a Hereford. <laughs> <laughs> Someone light a match. You know. Look at this. Hey, Firm, uh, this, this story blows my mind. Mm. Firm has raised $50 million to bring back woolly mammoth from extinction. Oh, they've got. I've heard you hear this, this is Jurassic Park it's like, sort of stuff. It's Jurassic Park stuff. It's DNA what stuff. What do you mean? Well, ten thousand years ago, woolly mammoths vanished from the face of the earth. Scientists are embarking on an ambitious project to bring the beast back to the Arctic tundra. Uh, it's a bioscience and genetics company. This has got on the doctor. Oh, yeah, definitely. Sam Neill would be in the movie. Uh, main, I try bringing him back to life. <laughs> He's in the new Jurassic Park movie. He's coming he? out. Yes. Right. He'd be <laughs> not the youngest on set. Around some of those other dinosaurs, <laughs> you know that's how they got sure. What's that? I found. Oh, is that right? Sure. From they, DNA, they, they they've, they uh, okay. Bones on the Arctic. Woolly mammoths. So, they, they, you can't have them in sort of general population. What if you can teach one to sit in the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine going down to the yeah, lab yeah. and just seeing a woolly mammoth yeah. sitting on the toilet. Yeah. You'd go, did I miss a meeting? What's going on here? Mm. Uh, the goats are back in action. What Dave. are they doing now? The Ludundo Ghost Card has said it's received reports of people putting themselves in danger on the Great Orm headland to visit the goats up close. Now, these are goats. They're cashmere goats. Right. But, you know, they're the rock climbers. They can... They oh, can, I see. Oh, they so shave off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can, they can... Yeah, they're the ones that get on the roof on of the, your car. Yeah, or, yeah. Uh, on cliffs and stuff. They sort of hang off. Yeah, I've seen those. They're amazing. People are putting themselves in danger to photograph them. And I'd like to it tell is. everyone not to do it because right. it is dangerous. Unless you're an Instagram influencer, <laughs> then I suggest you get as close as you can <laughs> Go and take it. a risk and possibly fall off the cliff. I would laugh heartily. They're your natural enemy, the influencers too, aren't they? Well, yeah. I'm an influencer. Uh, Dave, excuse you? me. 75,000 members, 75, Dave. 75,000 members. Is that what you call them, members? <laughs> <laughs> 75,000, mate. 75. What do you got again? On what? Instagram? Oh, Instagram. I can't remember. Yeah. Three and a half thousand, something like that. Yeah, and that's one of those parcels you <laughs> buy on the books. <laughs> that's right. Dangerous Dave W, by the way. Mm. 75,000 you've got. That's amazing. Mitt Malloy 66, by the way. Thank you very much for yeah. the plug. Yep, that's very it. good. For all my members. <laughs> Welcome to the club. It's the Malloy Club. Can you, can you put a goat, train a goat to sit in the toilet? <laughs>
Goats are comedy animals. You know they that. are. No, but, goats are one of my But they're animals. dicks. They just wouldn't do goats it. Goats are dicks. They yeah. wouldn't do it. But cows do. Cows are, yeah, cows are smart. That's good. You know what I saw at Channel 7? Oh. The cash cow on the <laughs> toilet? <laughs> really backing one out. Okay. Really like we might your walk in. Oh, we're done, aren't we? are gone wild. Get with the program, toots. This is Malloy. Mick's not here. He's feeling crook today. James is here, though. The, en- the engine room, eh? The real work. Yeah, work. yeah, yeah. The, the people who... Uh, I like to lubricate the gears. Don't ever say the word lubricate Or we'll both be in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Mickey, back tomorrow. It's not feeling great today, but yeah. Uh, yeah, fingers crossed. We're back tomorrow with the big show. By the way, tomorrow, thanks to Botlo, because uh, today we're supposed to give away 1000 bucks cash. We thought we'd hold it off for tomorrow. Yeah. Give away two $1,000 cash wads of cash to go for um, bad presents. And on top of that, we'll have two $200 vouchers to Botlo as well. Wow. So... Here's the thing also. So if you can't get through on the phones, and a lot of people can't, you think, oh, you're here on the podcast. Well, go online, triplem.com.au. Tell us about the bad Christmas present you have, and thanks to Botlow, you might uh, earn yourself some cold hard cash here. Now, uh, since uh, Mick's not here, I'm going to do my segment that I come up with. Oh, okay. Um, Dave's Corner, you know, yeah. the one that Mick tries to own, but yeah. um, it's mine. Uh, it's called Ordinary, and you know how it works, James. You've been, you've seen it yes. firsthand, how, yeah, how well, it all works. I cheated as well. That's right. You did too. <laughs> the first time we played this on the podcast. Because you could see my screen over yeah. here with all my answers, and yes. you just glanced over. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So what's the basic premise of the game? I've got to play the intro. Okay. Time to play Ordinary. Sorry, what was your question again? A bit of radio craft there. Uh, premise of the game? Ordinary. Sorry, one more time. I just forgot what? The premise of the game? Ordinary. Okay, here's how it works. So what we do, we play a bunch of audio clues and you've got to work out what the song title is yep. uh, from that. So, for instance, yesterday we had this one here. <laughs> Which ended up being uh, When Doves Cry. See, because that was a dove. Yeah. Took a little while to get that one, yes. uh, but that's okay. And it's been pointed out several times, oh. really crappy dove. It sounds more like an owl. And... I've gone onto YouTube <laughs> and found a real-life dove. Yeah. Some Foley artist has put it on there, so I beg your pardon, sir. Oh, it's a bung dove. <laughs> Here's the other one that yeah. uh, we did yesterday as well. Yep. That was? That was Start Me Up. Yeah. Stones. Yeah. I genuinely thought that would have taken longer for people to get, but you were caught out pretty quickly on that one. Straight away, yeah. yeah. So I've got another one right now. So what you do, you go one triple three five three. you start calling through, and you'll hear it for the first time when we played on air in a few minutes. And I've got Kings of Leon, Kings of Leon tickets to go. What's up? As the person answering the phone, I will not take any calls that say when doves cry or start me up. <laughs> no, we've done that. We're doing it. Ordinary. Play now, 13353. A drive home that's always unpredictable. This is Malloy. To gather back around your wireless people, here comes the big second hour of Malloy. And it's going to be a big one without Mickey, sadly. Mickey is sick today. It's uh, Mickey sicky, but uh, back on deck tomorrow for a big Friday, Malloy. But don't worry. Oh, yeah, we're going to be hearing from Mick soon. Uh, you know when uh, Koshy was on Sunrise talking about his um, hygiene habits? Uh, Mick had a great idea. 
Uh, might almost be a GoFundMe. More with mixed shower habits coming up in just a moment. Titus O'Reilly, he'll be uh, joining us talking about the sport of dwile flonking. That's a real thing. Uh, we'll take your calls, take your tweets. In fact, we'll do that right now with this. Time to play Ordinary. <laughs> Uh, James uh, Blake, uh, producer, yes. is uh, here with me today uh, in the absence of Whitney and, and Mick. Um, so, ordinary, uh, lots of calls, people ringing, plenty of people. Tons. Uh, we've seen the entire board light up. That's great. Uh, well, that's a good sign. So it's people actually get impressive for a game that's pretty simple um, and, you know, not all that impressive. Takes a fair bit to put behind the scenes, but thank you for yeah. your uh, support of it. Yeah. All right, well, I've got some Kings of Leon tickets to give away. Shall we get underway? Let's do it. Gaylene Kingswood in New South Wales. Oh, yeah, okay, James is doing that. Yeah, g'day, Gaylene. How are you? <laughs> Hi, Dave. Good. How are you? Welcome to Ordinary. Now, you've heard the contest on Malloy. What are your honest thoughts? Oh, look, it's, I think it's pretty good, and I've been having a good crack. I just told James I definitely guessed yesterday, so damn, I didn't get through to win that one. All right. Well, you're going to hear it for the first time right now, our new piece okay. of audio. See if you can work out what the song is from this. All right. All right, Gaylene. Oh. There, there it is. I'll play it again just to uh, okay. give you another hint. You've been stuck in traffic for an hour, I see, too, Gaylene. I so. have, yes, <laughs> okay. I have. All right, have a crack. Well, what do you think? Any my guesses? Guess it's the final countdown by Europe. Oh, oh yeah. I see that, yeah, like yeah. a countdown and then. No. Yeah. It's not the nah. final countdown, but yeah. we'll give you a case of Brick Lane draft, uh, Gaylene. Oh, so thank you, boys. You're more than welcome. Thanks for calling. Hope you get thank home you soon. Go- you got it. Uh, let's go to Jim. How are you going, Jim? Yeah, good, mate. How are you? You got a three o'clock start in the morning. Yeah. Back yeah, on the roads, man. man. Yeah, back on the roads. All right. Let's have another listen to the uh, ordinary clue. What do you think? No, I've got no idea, mate. So what does it sound like? Does it sound like a, like a heart monitor or something like that? And maybe, I think... that's, maybe that's Miggy's heart monitor. <laughs> yeah, you might be <laughs> right, actually. Boring with this segment. After a couple of Negronis, <laughs> that's uh, probably where it's heading. Uh, <laughs> mate, no, okay, so you don't have a guess? You can't think of anything? No, nah, mate, I've got nothing. All right, yeah, Jim's but... out. Good on you, buddy. Thanks, mate. G'day, Kath. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Oh, it's How your birthday, you, 58. Happy birthday, Kath. Thanks. Oh, my God. 58. Just a chicken. Okay. okay, have a guess. What do you think the ordinary clue is? Play it again. All right. Any ideas, Kath? Come on, on your birthday, let's get you those tickets to Kings of Leon. What's the guess? Stop right there. Don't go any further. Oh, um, okay. Stop right there. Don't go any further. Um, can you sing no. it? No. Stop right there. Don't go any further. Do you love me? Meatloaf. Oh, no. yeah. Is that Paradise by the Dashboard Light? I think so, yeah. Kath, great singing. <laughs> it's not right, but I'll give you a $200 voucher to the Netherlands <gasps> store. So oh go shopping God. on us for your birthday. Love you, Dave. Good on I you, Kath. I hope I hear you next year. What are you going to do? Oh, unemployed by the looks, <laughs> anyway. The way this segment's going, I'll be out by the end of the day. Uh, good on you, Kath. G'day, Jason. How are you, buddy? How you going, mate? All right, mate. Here it is again. That's like glass smashing or something. And then flatline. Um, any ideas? I'll have a crack at Only Natural, Crowded House. It's Only Natural. Because it kind of has that sort of sound at the start of the uh, the yeah, song yeah. too, doesn't it? That That's sort of weird. Yeah, no, it's not, uh, not that, unfortunately. Uh, Jason, thanks for calling, though, mate. Appreciate that. G'day, Amanda. G'day. How are you? What is your guess? 
Kickstart my heart by or Motley Crue. We're kind of getting yeah, closer right. now, but it's not Kickstart my heart. But uh, Amanda, case of Brick Lane Draft coming for you, courtesy of Mick. That's his brewery. Uh, let's go to another Jason. G'day, Jace. Hi, Dave. Hi, James. What's your guess, man? Is it Heartbreaker by Led Zeppelin? Heartbreaker, another great classic rock song. No. So it sounds like there's a breaking in there, though, doesn't there? But uh, no, not uh, Heartbreaker. <laughs> kind of close, though. Case of Brick Lane Draft for you, Jason, for getting through. Central Coast, let's go to James. G'day, James. What do you think? How are you, brother? Good man. Um, I've got no idea. I'm just going to say Aggie Breaky Heart. Aggie Breaky Heart. Let's hear That's it again. That's good. Aiky Breaky Heart, please. That's right. <laughs> you got it. That is absolutely right. And James, you got two tickets to go see Kings of Leon all around Australia. They're coming March to April. Tickets are on sale at Ticket Tech. James on the Central Coast, hook you up with two tickets. Well done, mate. Thank you, mate. That's a pure guess. Oh, you've nailed it. It's ordinary. Back tomorrow, fingers crossed, with Mickey. All right, you two now. Up shortly, Titus O'Reilly. The drive home. This is Malloy. Mick Malloy, not feeling the best today, but here's the good news. Mickey's back tomorrow for a big Friday where we're giving you the chance to win like $1,000 cash, maybe $2,000. Yeah, tune in tomorrow. Hey, we're talking about shower habits just recently, and uh, look, this is a little disturbing to share. Can you hire people to do a sponge bath? Like, if I didn't want to bath myself, could I just oh. someone you can ring? And it's not a sexual service, Dave, so don't turn it into I'll something seedy. Right but if I'm lying in bed and I'm going, I can't be bothered today. I don't want to have a shower. Is that air tasking thing? Get... Maybe you try. Maybe go air tasking and see if someone's going to do Is this uh, Sponge Bath R Us? Right on. Yep. Could you send someone around, please? And then you just lie there, starfish yeah. on the bed. With a big look. Lo- someone, a... someone, someone could probably the loofah. <laughs> <laughs> the loofah. Get rid of all that dead skin off your body. Why wouldn't mm. I? That's a good service. No. I'm going to go on Shark Tank. No one wants that. to be doing that. Are you in the bath? Or are you just, what are you saying? You're on the bed. Your sponge bath happens on a bed in hospital. I'm not getting in the bath. <laughs> no, I'm on the bed. Wait, what, I, really? Yes, just roll me over, uh, mm. loofah my bot bot. <laughs> then. I'm looking at Why is there nothing wrong? Why are you looking at me like a man? I'm just. I'm worried about just you. Just lift sometimes. my leg. There you go. <laughs> Get in there. What's happened to you? Maybe a stick with like a. You know, like chimney yeah. sweeps have. At the back you to get just the. Keep no, you don't want to spot. Mate, you get that when you're old in hospital and you're on I'm just saying, if I don't feel like you have a shower or going to a bath, hi, hi, is that sponge bath or us? Yes, can you send someone around, please? Mm, very late. I'm in the second room. <laughs> I'll be waiting. Ding dong. <laughs> Bring your A game. <laughs> this is because Koshy's made a rule that he says has. that uh, he can't believe yeah. you don't have a shower before bed. Have a listen. Do you shower before going to bed? I think that's a big one. Some people don't. I don't. I I don't. I don't. So you go all day and have all the grime and and get into your jammies and get into bed dirty. Uh, Phones have blown up. Everyone has an opinion on this. Ian's on the line. Ian, uh, what do you do? My sharing habits don't even matter anymore. I'm I'm all about the um, sponge bath. All right. <laughs> I'm in. Oh, you signed up. <laughs> but do you do you shower in the morning or shower at night? Yeah, I shower in the morning to wake up because yep. I'm up so early and I shower at night to – I'm a tradie, so I've got to be clever. Yeah, I got oh, you, mate. Good good for you. You know what? The wake-up shower is – it's like thawing out. Yeah, I, I can stand that. under there sometimes yeah. for about 20 minutes. Tina's on the line. Tina, what's your showering habits? Mm. 
Oh, same for me. One at night and definitely the wake-up one in the morning. The wake-up one in the morning. And what's the one at night for? Oh, mate, you got to be clean to get into bed. Yeah. And the hubby's got to have a shave as well. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you rule with an iron fist, you do, Tina. Oh, right. look, married 37 years and still going strong, so uh, well, something's working. Yeah, so exactly. shaving before he goes to bed. Yeah. Yes. Must have big plans for the evening. Tyler's on the line. Tyler, what do you do? Fellas, I was strictly shower in the morning, yeah. and then I was in a similar boat as Dave where I met my partner, yeah. and it was, you know, that was a deal breaker. Yep. You're not getting in the sheets the way <laughs> yeah. you are. Yeah. If you want any action um, at all, go scrub yourself. Yeah. That's right. Two, two years later, I'm now ruling with an iron fist over her. Oh. Sunday nights is when we do the fresh sheets, the fresh pyjamas, <laughs> and you have your fresh shower. And you slide in there like an absolute wet glove. It's oh, fantastic. I hear what you're saying. Tell you what, Tyler. Sunday night. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> oh, well done. Here's something like warm pajamas are good, aren't they? When they Fresh when jammies. Your, when your gym jams get I don't straight wear pajamas. Oh, what do you wear? Uh, T-shirt? Undies? What? I'll have, have a chat to your wife. You There's a few more rules that could be employed around what you, here. What do you have? Your flannelettes, do you? Sort of buttoned all up to the top? I, mean, I do. <laughs> yeah. I do. I've oh, got, that's I've, awesome. I've, I've, you know, if it's not uh, designated. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you've got your summer charmies as well? No, I tend I like the big winter ones. Right. But you know what? You ever seen a dog when it gets out of a shower? Like a puppy when it gets out of a shower? Oh, yeah. It just runs yeah. around going. Oh, it does. Work. That's yeah, what that's I right. do when I get my gym jams. <laughs> Fresh charmies, Mick Malloy. There yes. he goes. Uh, Matt, hey, Matt. What's going on? Should break a leg, Nicky. I'll give you a sponge bath in uh, hospital. Right. Tip it. This is All really right. taking <laughs> a turn, this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate, because I've lived in Japan for a while. Mm-hmm. And you've got to have a shower before you get into the bath over there because they don't sort of take too kindly to a sturdy uh, bloke jumping in, jumping in. Well, that's right, jumping into the uh, bath without a shower. Oh. My brother was in Japan. He went to a Japanese bathhouse. Yeah. Uh, yep. And you basically take all your clothes off and you don't sit on the stool. and yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you're, you're under a shower and it's all going on. Right. But what he didn't understand was on a daily basis they would change them so one would be the girls and one would be the boys. <laughs> and so he's wandered back the next day. That's awkward. Stripped down, he's sitting there on a stool is. as uh, yeah. three very polite <laughs> Japanese women come around the corner to see Hello. my brother Starkus <laughs> sitting on a stool. <laughs> That's yeah. a lot of crack. <laughs> okay. Shower habits. What's up? We'll be taking your calls after this. Malloy, Triple M. For the drive home, this this is Malloy. Kitty Flanagan, Dave O'Neill to join us tomorrow. Talking about shower habits here. Big discussion going on about showering habits, bathing habits. uh, And there's a few uh, angry people out there. Seems to be. Uh, Koshy started it. He did. uh, With these comments on his show. Sunrise, yep. Do you shower before going to bed? I think that's a big one. Some people don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. So you go all day and have all the grime and and get into your jammies, and get into bed dirty. I'll tell you this much. Koshy wouldn't need a shower cap. (laughs) You know what I mean? Saves on shampoo. (laughs) Shampoo. Our own James Blake here, his routine is shower, then pre-bath, have, have a, a bath, bath, and then get out of the bath, have another have shower. shower Wild up some of our country Understandably and regional too, I get Kate's it. on the line. Kate, right, Kate, you've got some stern words for James? I certainly do. He's very naughty and he needs to be sent to bed without a shower. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's got your goat? Overuse of water? 
His blatant overuse of water, when we're living on tank water, Ooh. we shower with it, we drink it, we yeah. wash with it, we feed our stock with it, yeah. and we buy it every three months between six and $800 to oh, fill the tank. Wow. So he's I, very, very naughty. I yeah. will have a word with him. <laughs> uh, he's naughty but clean. Yeah. Well, yes, <laughs> you are uh, correct he, His skin's always wrinkled up, yeah. like he's just got out of <laughs> yeah, a very he's like long... A, a giant white prune, is he? <laughs> he is. Exa- it's exa- describe his personality as well. Yeah. And where are you, Kate? Can I ask? Ask whereabouts you are. You sound like you're in a regional town or? I'm about oh, 45, 50 minutes out of Bathurst. Uh, good country up oh. there. Do you remember that scene in Australia yes. with uh, old bugger lugs? Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Right. And like it's the one the scene that all the girls went bonkers over. Right. He's in the middle of a muster. They're driving the cattle up to Wyndham or somewhere. Gotcha. In the middle of the outback. Mm. And then at night he decides to, there's a big tub of water right. and he <laughs> goes and pours it on himself down, oh. down his chest and over his hair. All right. And all the girls go mad. I'm telling you, I've been around a couple of musters. Yeah. If you did that on a muster, you get your head kicked in for, Most wa- definitely. for wasting a very, water. very good barrel of water, you dick. <laughs> exactly. Good yeah. on you, Kate. Kate. Nice Thank, thanks for the call. Cop that, James. Yeah. Well, be careful John. if you're off in the Bathurst region. White prune. <laughs> prune. I thought that went kind on you. <laughs> White prune. He's more of a raisin. Oh, yeah. Tanya's on the line. Tanya, uh, what's, what are your kids doing? Oh, my teenagers, they just like to waste the water. Yeah, here we go. If they've got a day off, what are you doing, mate? Oh, having a bath. Having what a bath. Doing, mate? Oh, it's cold. I might have a bath. I might have another shower. So hmm. it's like two or three times a day. Teenagers, you, know, you say? Yeah. <laughs> this, is a, this is a unique problem. My teenagers are too clean. <laughs> yeah. The complete opposite of every other teenager yeah, in the yeah. history of the world. Bloody Sandy's story. on the line. Sandy, Ooh, Sandy, what's your preferred method? Well, it's got to be uh, definitely in the morning. You've got to get up, got to get fresh, got to get to work clean and smelling nice. I yeah. can't stand it when I can smell the bed on other people. But <laughs> if, if I'm going to bed and I or my partner have a shower, it's sort of like, you know what's going to happen. Yeah, uh, and actually, I think um, Koshy's just a bit of a prude anyway. So. Uh, well, well said. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why he has to know this information anyway, really. Uh, he's, he's, he's a nosy parker. Yeah, yeah. Good on yeah, you, Sandy. Yeah. Thanks for the call. Mark's on the line. Mark, uh, what are you thinking, buddy? I've got a question for you, Mick, man yep. of much knowledge. Yeah. If you go and have a shower and you wash yourself and you're clean, yeah. then you dry yourself. Why are your towels dirty? That's yeah. right. You should never have to wash a towel. Exactly. You should never, ever <laughs> have to wash a towel. But they do get a bit so, rank after a while. They do smell a bit after you've been, you know. Few... There's, one, there's one, one less chore yeah. for your mum, Mick. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah, 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 you're right, Mum. Yeah, I mean, occasionally there's a towel, towel sitting on the end of the rack with bullet holes. That's a bit different. Oh, from the old. Good on you, Mark. Yeah. Thanks for the call. I think we've got time for one more. Yeah, yes, let's we do. One more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Emra. Uh, this is interesting. Uh, it's about your dad. Yeah. Hey, boys. How's it going? I think we've got um, a winner. Yeah. Um, so my dad, he's 52, and apparently ever since he was a kid, and in, even now, um, as I see him at home, every time he has a number two, he, he takes a shower. So oh, well even, if, it, even well if it's halfway through the day, he'll he'll do a number two, and then you'll see the, the water turn on, and you know he's done a number two. So James needs to thing. give that a crack, <laughs> yeah, I reckon. Absolutely. That's a, no need for the bidet, James. No. Just go and have a shower. That, All righty. Up next, it is Titus O'Reilly. The drive home that's pretty loose. This is Malloy. We're on all the socials, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, search for Malloy. Got the podcast as well, Dave's Corner. Titus O'Reilly is a Thursday tradition on this very show. Now, with Mick being sick today, I thought we'd revisit this sport, Dwyle Flonking. 
That's right, Dwyle Flonking. This is an English game. Some people say that this goes back to the 16th century. There's yeah, paintings it depicting it. Good. And it's a it's sort of an East Anglian, so the eastern part of England. It's all around yep. there that they play it. And what it is is two teams of 12 players. Okay, yep. Each take a turn one at a time. The first one is they form a circle, the 12 of them, and dance around someone from the other team in the middle who tries to hit them with a beer spoon soaked cloth called a dwile <laughs> who's thrown by the party i think you'll find yeah and it's been it's been around for a long time now uh the first time it was ever played they they said no one can remember the score although team members recalled feeling pretty fragile the next morning <laughs> that gives you an idea but can you now, back it up i just need to get it get let around me start that. how it starts right so walk me through it first off the rules is you have to choose an umpire and right. it specifies in the rules that they must be a dull-witted person <laughs> <laughs> so Dave, that's, that's Dave, you're a, okay, yeah, the NRL you. and AFL have already got <laughs> that criteria now. So it it goes with the the non flonking team. Me keeping up with this. This is the team yeah, yeah, not yeah. trying to hit you with a rag. Ah, yeah. So yeah. the flonking team. They the guys, join, that's flonking. Yeah, they join hands and dance around in a circle while a member of the flonking team, <laughs> in a practice known as girting, he dips his dwile, which is a oh, bit mate. of bit of this cloth dipped in beer on a pole, a two foot pole. Into a bucket of beer, then he spins around the opposite direction to the girders <laughs> and flaunts the, his dwile at them. Now, if he misses, it's known as a swadge. You okay. can see where J.K. Rowling got <laughs> Quidditch from, can't you? <laughs> Why this hasn't been a demonstration sport if you of the got, Olympics, I'll never know. If our listeners, like, yeah. if you go to YouTube, you'll you see, see this. This is a real flunking. sport, right? It's still played. If uh, the flonker misses, he has to drink from an ale-filled gazunda. <laughs> Oh, you just make it up words. <laughs> How big is the gazunda? Is it, is it's, it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's They say it's about the size of a chamber pot. <laughs> oh, yuck. There's a lot going wrong in Gazunda! Now, apparently you then take turns. There's two snurds, which is like an innings. <laughs> and the umpire adds interest and difficulty to the game by randomly switching the direction of rotation. And will levy drinking penalties on any player found not taking the game seriously <laughs> enough. <laughs> now, Let's get a team. Can Let's you believe? League. Yeah. Can you believe a council tried to ban this? No. Oh dear, no. <laughs> saying well, that it prom- promoted excessive drinking, and oh. the council lost. Because <laughs> <laughs> the, the outcry yeah. was such. Can I ask you this? At what age can you take up flunking? I'm guessing there's no junior leagues, right? Is it? Well, I mean, that's... The drinking's problematic. There should be, because how are you going to get that talent pipeline going? <laughs> that's all right, Father, You need to get the drinking and flonking early. <laughs> this is Malloy. And it is thanks to Crown Forklifts. There's nothing like a Crown Forklift for picking it up and putting it down. Let's hear it. There is nothing like a Crown Bang! Picking it up and putting it down. As Mickey would say, uh, Crown Forklifts, uh, we've mentioned this before on the show, but they are like family to us. They've been a, a massive sponsor of Malloy over the years. And, of course, you know, when it comes to forklifts, look, there is only one, and it's Crown Forklifts, whether it's the counterbalance forklift, whether it's the LPG or, or the petrol one. There's something for everyone, something for every size and budget. The Encore range we've spoken about in the past is amazing. They're secondhand, they're refurbed forklifts, and as our call.
callers have attested to in the past, they're just like brand new. You get the same warranty and service that you'd expect from the fine people at Crown. They provide the biggest warranty and guarantee, and uh, they manufacture and distribute all those great forklifts around Oz as well. Um, What we've been doing here on Malloy over the last uh, couple of weeks with Crown is creating like a Spotify playlist because if you are a Crown driver, uh, apart from listening to Malloy and Triple M, you might want to have your own songs for the forklift, something that represents what you're using on the forklift. We've had some great suggestions uh, working for the weekend. I've got Dylan from Bendigo on the phone. Dylan, you got a suggestion for our forklift. What are you thinking, buddy? Indeed I do, mate, and it's uh, eyes on the road, hands upon the wheel, mate, from the doors, Roadhouse oh, Blues. Oh, yes. <laughs> Look out! <laughs> Look straight ahead! Here it comes! Makes a lot of sense. Hey, Dylan, we've got a crown prize pack for your suggestion coming your way. You've got yourself a crown forklift in miniature and uh, some other merch as well. So thanks for the suggestion, buddy. Appreciate it. No worries. Excellent. Thank you very much. Got any ideas? One triple three five three. There is nothing like a crown. Malloy on Triple A. A drive home that's always unpredictable. <laughs> this is Malloy. That is Malloy done and dusted for the day. Mickey feeling better? Great. He'll be back on deck tomorrow for a big Friday, Malloy. And Ben Friday, of course, Clown of the Week is back. Always great. Got some great prizes too. Have a think about who you want to clown and then you can call us tomorrow. We can get us on the socials. Uh, we'll also be taking more calls on bad Christmas presents where you can win yourself like $1,000 thanks to Botlo. Oh, and a couple of favourites will be joining us in studio. These two guys do a podcast together, The Junkies. We will be joined by Kitty Flanagan and Dave O'Neill. Yeah, huge Friday to drive you home again tomorrow. Into the weekend we go. Malloy Triple M. This has been the Malloy Drive Show podcast. And there's nothing like a crown forklift for picking it up and putting it down. They're never far away from where you are in cities, suburbs and country towns across Australia. With guaranteed reliability and superior quality. Check them out at crown.com or call 131 604.